Welcome to Let's Swipe, online dating stories. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast where we're going to finish our conversation we were having with Amy. And um, so I'm Amanda, as always, joined with Erica and Amy as our, our guest host. So Amy, I'm going to let you kind of pick up where you left off last time talking about um, your experiences. I met a guy on OKCupid recently who kind of fell into the, oh crap, I don't know where this is going kind of stage. Uh, We'll call him Jim. And I've had some reservations about him from the get-go. He uh, has some baggage. I'm not really sure if it's going to fit neatly in the overhead bin. But, you know, no judging. Uh, We all have... We all have our baggage. We'll we'll see how this goes. So I haven't talked to him for a couple of days because I'm just not sure how I feel about the guy. So I logged into OkCupid and I'm trying to figure out when I last talked to him. I took a screenshot of the message so I wouldn't be lingering on OkCupid having people think I was there. This is another thing we were talking about, how we wish that... Okay, Cupid, let us be more anonymous because we don't want to look like we're on there all the time. <laughs> so anyway, um, basically, this guy, he he's a nice guy. Um, I don't want to get too personal here. So I'm just going to read the last email he sent me. It says, just checking in to see how you're doing. How are you? Are you a robot? I'm always falling for robots. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's funny because when you read it out loud, it actually sounds kind of like he was just trying to make a joke. You know, a very awkward. I'm not sure how to read it. Joke. It's the. It's it's sort of creepy. It's sort of sweet. It's sort of I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> I saw that face you made, Erica. <laughs> have you replied to this or what's the i've been stewing over this one for a while because i don't know what to say i thought about writing back and just going bleep bleep bloop 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 or or sending a a giphy file of bender from futurama or something (laughs) so i guess my question is do you want to continue talking to this guy Uh, I'm not sure yet. I wouldn't mind continuing to get to know him a little bit better because I kind of, just from having talked to him, he sort of comes across as sort of awkward and geeky. So I kind of want to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's just a little strange. (laughs) But if he's strange, I don't know that I'm going to be comfortable talking to him. So... I've been stewing on this one for a while. This is where the girlfriends come in, because I don't know how to handle this one. What had the previous conversations been like? Um, The previous conversation, he was basically... The last time I talked to him, I was out of town and drinking wine and talking about how I had been working in the garden and working on a fire pit. So he wrote back and was talking about being at work and he's sort of in a career like he 
I don't know where he started, but I know he's in a place now where he didn't really anticipate being there, but he's okay with it. You know, like most people who whose careers have gone in different paths than they really thought they would. So, you know, little little disillusionment, little bit of eh. I mean, do you feel like this is somebody who you're having a good time talking to? Like, or that you're intrigued by? What is keeping you, like, thinking maybe you want to keep talking to him? When we, I, when I first read his profile, it was incredibly funny. And when he wrote me an email, he first made a joke about racing his car. And it turns out he has the same brand of automobile that I do. So initially it was like, oh, we can compare notes. How fast did you get your car up on the high? You know, how fast did you get it up to on the highway while abiding all speed limits and driving rules? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then he wrote back and he's like, oh, yeah, I don't really drive that fast. That was just a thing. And then it was, it was actually really disappointing to find out that he doesn't drive as badly as I do. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, I, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try to keep dissecting this problem at hand. I guess, so like you thought his profile was really funny and then, but you've been sort of disappointed about the actual conversations. Yes, right. You have a little, there's some baggage you're worried about. Yes. Um, he. I do know that he is divorced. I have not been able to, I guess I could just ask him how long he's been divorced I, I feel like it might be kind of fresh. I think his last email about the robot thing, it didn't, I, I think it didn't land, but I do think he was trying to lightheartedly come back in and sort of be like, Hey, what's going on? So it seems like he likes you. And I think he was trying, it's sort of like, remember when 10, 15 years ago, when we, Amy, when you and I started online dating, like one of the common jokes that girls would say is like, well, you're not a serial killer, are you? Like when we oh, meet yeah. and guys really hated that joke and they didn't think it was funny at all. But I feel like a lot of women constantly made that joke and it didn't land. And so a lot of guys were turned off by that. And I kind of feel like that's what happened here. Yeah. I don't think it's creepy. I think he's just trying to be like, hey, are you still there? I don't think he really thinks you're a robot. Oh, no. If I was, I would tell people to bite my shiny metal ass, but. <laughs> I got it. It's a Bender. It's it's a Futurama joke. That's a famous line from Bender. Yeah. If you do want to keep talking to him, even if you're not sure if you want it to go anywhere, but you're like, hey, I'm not ready to stop talking. But be honest with yourself. And then if so, I would just send him a funny thing like the the Bender quote and see if he picks it up and kind of go from there. Okay. That's good advice. I like it. I like this. This is very helpful. Very helpful. And it, it's interest. It's interesting, like you said, hearing it, re- reading it out loud gave it a completely different connotation than mm-hmm. just reading it over and over again. Because you're hearing it in your head. There's no outside. You know, even if, like, you walked up to somebody else and be like, do me a favor, read this text out loud. And they're like, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, huh. You know? Yeah. 
I, I had something vaguely similar like that. I actually was, I had the luxury of having the, the sender in person in front of me. It was just something goofy. Um, I said to T, hey, do you listen to KDHX, blah, 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 because there's a lot of people in St. Louis. God damn it, please edit this. In a community radio station, as they would say in Car Talk, our fair city, our fair Midwestern city. And he was like, yeah, and we have this conversation, like, in, in real life. He, te- he had texted me at the time, he's like, it's Channel 9 on the radio, or on my radio. And I'm like, oh, interesting. Okay, that's cool. What are the first eight channels? And he's just like, oh. it's like PBS. And yeah. I'm like, well, now, yeah, right? But in real time, I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, like, and I'm thinking, I'm actually visualizing my dashboard on my car where there's like nine preset number nine. And I'm just like, okay, well, we're the first eight. And he's just like, what, what are you talking about? And we have this conversation, and he's just like, whoa, I don't know what you mean. And I'm like, this is the text message, bro. You know? He's just like, okay. If I'm like, if you had said this is the radio version of local PBS station, I'd be like, oh, I got what you mean, blah, 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 blah. Like, you're cool and hip and you're with her or whatever, but it didn't come across that way. So there's, it's interesting. And even to, to be the point, I'd be like, let me scroll up and show you what I was seeing because text messages is a lot of interpretation. It has to be because you're not hearing the voice and you don't have the, inst- the benefit of body language or. Right. Are you, I mean, yes, you can text them and be like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean? But if I'm just like, and they'd be like, oh, I mean this. And then you're like, oh, okay. So. It's sort of like when somebody says something in real life that's kind of funny, but you miss it, and you're like, oh, what was that? And they're like, oh, nothing, because it's like, it's not clever enough to repeat. Just like that text message about it being like Channel 9 isn't clever enough to explain. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's just one of those things, like, either you get it or you don't. But, yeah, like, on text message, it really, it didn't land. And I know people don't like overuse of smiley faces, but... when you're doing text message stuff like this, like for, especially for online dating, like I do like, it doesn't have to be like the emoji face, but even just like the, you know, the old school smiley face, just to sort of be like, Hey, I'm having a good time. I'm still in this, even though this conversation has gotten maybe cause it's hard to kind of do flirtation while you're talking about serious stuff over text. Like it's just sort of thrown in there to be like, Hey, yeah, this is still good. I wish more men would utilize that. Like, I think that's one thing I really like about texting with M, which I should just give him another name because M sounds so weird. Like, I'm and it's James Bond. It was very, like, James Bond. I keep thinking of him as Judy Finch. I actually like that. I'll name. So, um, but, you know, it is nice because he'll throw those things in there. And also, like, if that robot thing, if he had added a smiley face to that robot text... Right. You would have read it a totally different way. Yeah. I know. And that's one thing with T. He's just like, oh, like, er, like he feels like it's hieroglyphics again, which it probably is going to turn into. Like after we're all 
you know, it's been hundreds of years from now. It's all going to be like emojis and nothing else. And then like the future, like, you know, uh, archaeologists are going to be like, what is this weird language? But it's just like, but dude, it, it's there for a reason. It like, it adds a nuance, you right. know, that you can't do in text because you'd be, you could totally like be something and be like totally sarcastic mm-hmm. or you could be completely like, I am a hundred percent on board. When you put a smiley face, people know that you're on board. Whereas you don't, they'd be like, mm, that was kind of flat. So I'm thinking like, she's being kind of a smart ass about this, you know? And yeah. so it's a bummer for him because he's all like, and I'm like, all right, old man, it's there for a reason. A lot of people all over the globe use it for a reason because there's certain things that get lost in translation. And even if you speak the same language, there's some idiot with their horn out there. You know what? Keep it in because my favorite podcast, Dopey, like they're in New York. They keep their windows open because it gets super hot. Well, you know, in the warmer months or whatever. And there's like horns. There's people blasting their stereos. There's people screaming at each other on the street. And you're like, ah, I feel like I'm in New York. (laughs) There is actually a COVID-19 emoji. If you type virus, it looks like a little like crowny looking thing yeah it looks whatever. like a green booger i don't know if you can see this let me uh i like how we're getting off subject but i love yeah. it and we I should don't know if you can... i think it lo- just looks like oh, yeah, you know what i Ew, have it does it looks like somebody sneezed on like a pan of glass yeah besides everybody does like the the thing it's all like the little spikes are red and sh- and stuff yeah i thought it would be red but yeah boo and yeah. i thought appropriate <laughs> So, so this is off topic also, but you mentioned your favorite podcast, which one of my favorite podcasts, um, I is armchair expert with Dax Shepard, which I freaking love. And I love Monica Padman, who is his co-host and they were talking about names and the James Bond thing also reminded me of this, but Monica Padman, who I love she said her f- most favorite name for a girl is James. And that is my most favorite name for a girl. Really? What? Yes. I mean, it's interesting because it's not like a like a Dale where it could go either way. So why so why James? Dale can go either way? Dale? Yes. Dale is a girl's name and a boy's name. Like it's been uh I just think that James is is just a very beautiful name and I I I and I and I think it sounds feminine, James. I just and then my favorite middle name for for that first name is James Eileen. I love that name, James Eileen. Okay. I've had anyway, I was like, so, so, so I'm going to remain blissfully silent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's right. I mean, if we're gonna go off this tangent and, and to our listeners, uh. AKA I'm sorry slash you're welcome. Uh, Cause it's going to be either super awesome for you. And you're just like, fast forward, fast forward. Um, yeah. I like, I like the old school names. Like not that I would ever have kids, but if I did, if they were girls, God help me and God help them. Cause we'd be like, um, <laughs> uh, Mavis, which is an old school name and Madeline. Like, yeah, so, I like that too. 
I mean, I, I like I like old school names as well. But yeah, I've always loved the name James for a girl. You know what? You know where I think it might come from? Did you guys ever watch that show Mad About You? It's been a really long time. Is it Helen Hunt? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Helen yeah. Hunt. Yeah. And her name was Jamie, but she would he would call her James. Like that was his nickname for her. Nice. And Just I think any, like, any girl names and the dude would call her like Jules or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Right. So, but I, I kind of want to, not that I, I think Monica would care, but I do kind of want to write into Monica Padman and be like, oh my God, like I love you and I share your love of this name. Because Jax is giving her <laughs> hard time. I think she would appreciate that. <laughs> so, this uh, reminds me of a stand-up comedy act I heard, and I wish I could remember who it was, but they were talking about the resurgence of of old-fashioned names like Mabel or Hilda or Gertrude and things like that talking about how in another 20 years as these women grow up and they become strippers get ready ladies and gentlemen for Gertrude to take the stage (laughs) nice more power I I feel like they would adapt and they'd be like Gertie G bitches Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think those like stereotypical stripper names are going away anytime in the near future. No, yeah, I, I, it's not going to go away. Yeah. No. I like girls' names that sound like boys' names, like Charlie or Sam, or Sam can be either Samuel or it could be Samantha. You know, the interchangeable gender names. Well, yeah. that's like that. Did you guys ever watch that? We are really getting off task, but like, did you ever, <laughs> ever watch that show Sisters from the 90s? Sisters or Sister, yeah. Sister? No, no, I mean, Sister, Sister is great also, but this Sisters was a show that probably I, Paul Rudd was in it. Um, Paul Rudd and Ashley Judd were in it. They were like, uh, Ashley Judd was the daughter of one of the sisters and Paul Rudd was her boyfriend. But it was probably a show that, like, our parents were watching. But I I loved those shows when I was younger. Like, I, and I watched, like, Falcon Crest and Knott's Landing. Falcon Crest was the shit, dude. Like, about all the bullshit that we had to sit through, Falcon Crest was dope. Yeah, it totally was. But sisters, all like, of the, there like, were, like, four sisters, and they all had names where the nicknames were boys' names. So it was, like, Georgie and... um. Well, shoot. Now I can't remember all the names, but there were four of them. So Amy saying that made me think of it. No, but Sister Sister was also a good show. More, more <laughs> I guess, in our... Although I feel like we were a little old for Sister Sister. Like, I remember watching it baby. We were older at that point. But it was still a good show. Like, when I was babysitting and the kids wanted to watch one of those shows, I was always happy when it was Sister Sister. Right. And, like... It didn't insult. Like, you could sit through without being like... I just yeah. Googled it for you. It's Alex, Georgie, Teddy, Frankie, and Charlie. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And so it had... Um, of Win- somewhere in Illinois. <laughs> and it had... Um, what was her name? Swoozie Kurtz? I don't know. It's like definitely actresses Steve that... You heard Swoozie Kurtz, Julianne Phillips. Uh, who else? Uh, Patricia Kellenberg, Ashley Judd. Heather McAdam, Elizabeth Hoffman. Yeah, I'm anyway. familiar with some of these people. Um, but yeah, you would recognize them. Some of them are just sort of like actresses that you'll see in things, but like George Clooney was on it. 
George Clooney was on everything for a hot minute. But <laughs> yeah, he was Teddy's boyfriend. I'm pretty sure he was Teddy's okay. boyfriend. And Teddy was the um, wife in The Fugitive. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Seven degrees of George Clooney. Yeah, <laughs> like, this, is, this is like this era is like I can do six degrees of Kevin Bacon from the 80s and 90s. And it's and my mind is just already going there. So anyway, <laughs> but yeah, okay. So we've digressed quite a bit, but that's okay. That's um, fine. It's already was awesome. You, this better stay in the episode. Stay in the episode. I promise. This will be an extra special episode. Is, is, is there anything else dating wise that we wanted to chat about though? I do actually. Okay. Uh, and, and this is and like the E thing was and by the way background story the E thing um well over a year ago I had a coworker who lasted about a year or so she was super awesome things didn't work out I love her to death but like her like exclamation of like joy or whatever was like E and at first I was just like mm, I don't know girlfriend now I'm like this ain't this 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 expression of like joy or whatever I like I freaking love it and if you work with somebody and you're in close quarters like every day you're gonna pick it up and you're gonna use it and then if they go away you don't use it anymore I've started using it I'm not sure why I think I used it in the car by myself I was like you know (laughs) I apologize to us you have used it with us, and I'm just going to say I'm on board. Like, I, I okay. like it. Okay. I, I didn't really switch to use it as much. I don't know why I came back. I came back with it. I just remember you doing it, but I'm on board, too. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, you guys. Thank you for indulging me. because, And I don't know. I've talked to her recently, and I think that's why I came back. I'm not sure. Or I just right into a situation where it was the best way I could express myself, either to myself, by myself, because I talk to myself a lot, uh, <laughs> or just just in general. But anyway, um, what was I eating about? I forgot what we're eating. <laughs> Something about dating. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know if it's very ee You were like so excited, too. I know. I thought I was just like, well, let me, let me backpedal. <laughs> I will interrupt you guys. Okay. So, uh, All right, so inter- interrupt away. But I, when Amy was talking about baggage and, and whether or not this guy's baggage fit in the overhead t- compartment, it actually like got me thinking about, cause we all have baggage. Like we don't get to be our age and like still single without kind of collecting some, some baggage mm-hmm. and everybody has it. And you know, whether it's emotional baggage or past dating baggage or financial baggage or whatever with online dating. And I mean, I guess like to some extent just dating also, but I do feel like because I, well, I guess me, because I'm talking to this guy for so long without meeting him. But I mean, even you, Erica, having just met this guy, like when are you divulging some of your baggage? Cause Ooh. some of our baggage could be deal breakers for somebody. If you learn about it in the beginning, like, okay. So I'm not going to allude to any of our, baggage but like a common a common deal breaker for people is sort of financial stuff or another common 
deal breaker for people might be mental health or whatever. But like, let's just go with financial because I think that that's a lot of people feel that either they worry that their financial history is going to be a deal breaker or finances are a deal breaker for them. So like if you had something like that where maybe your finances weren't where you want them to be or maybe finances are really important to you and you want to make sure your partner finances are like where you want them to be like when would you start bringing up that stuff i feel like that's when things get like super serious like you guys have been seeing each other in real life right Mm -hmm. and you've gotten it's not necessarily intimate like you've been in each other's personal space not quite to the part where like hey here's my parents let's like let's zoom my parents or whatever but at that point you're like so let me talk about uh, my debts, you know? I, I just think that anything other than that where you've really, like, bonded is the point to talk about that. I mean, it's something that's just like, oh, my like my ex-wife is completely psycho and she's probably, like, stalking your Facebook because we're friends now. You know, that might need to come – that should be a conversation comes a little bit faster, or something like, oh, hey, I never talked about the fact that I have, like, three kids. You know, something very oh, yeah. serial like that. I am on a two-day pass, so I just wanted to let you know that we're going to have to postpone our next date so <laughs> I can get another pass. That's, That's probably true. something mm-hmm. you should bring up from at the, at the beginning. I mean, that's a little extreme, but... The more it would personally affect someone, maybe the sooner you would bring it up. My my thoughts have always been, in, unless it affects me personally, it's probably not gonna bother me. Like if like dating someone yeah. with debt, it's not really gonna become an issue for me until we are at the point where we want to move in together or buy something jointly. Right. Yeah. Like it doesn't that I mean, that doesn't bother me either, but I know it does bother some people. Or Um, like you were saying, mental health. I'll I'll go go down that path as an example. Some people are a little finicky about. Well, hell, I'll just use myself as, as an example. I am medicated for certain things and I I wouldn't rule someone out for being medicated for the same thing. But it is something that I'm consciously aware of just because it's like, like attracts like, you know, sometimes you can lead each other down the rabbit hole without meaning to. It's kind of a case by case basis. You know, you just, you sort of talk about it and see how, how comfortable you are with someone and how serious of a conversation you get into. Cause sometimes I end up having really deep and serious conversations with people up front and I don't really mean to and it's okay that it happens but it's sort of like how did we end up here (laughs) I I agree okay so like what sent me down this this conversation really had nothing originally to do with um finances or mental health or past relationships or I mean kids I I do feel like kids I I think people should be up front with that pretty quickly maybe not the first few messages but I think we're at the age where it's like we should all be able to handle if you have kids. And it might be a deal breaker for some of us, and that's fine, but, you know. But I was – I spent my weekend – it was rainy weekend. It was, like, crappy weekend. And I spent my weekend watching 
this really like pretty terrible teeny bopper show about vampires, <laughs> which like <laughs> it's you know, and I could I could say you know I could make excuses and I have made excuses to myself. But bottom line is, like, I just really, even though this show, like, I recognize that it is terrible. Like, I, I, and I'm not going to say the name of the show because a lot of people love it and I don't want to, I would, you know, be like a total jerk. But it's, the show is absolutely ridiculous. It is not a good show. Um, It's not even, like, that good at pulling at your heartstrings, like, making you really care about the characters. Like, I don't know why. I couldn't stop watching this show. The person I'm talking to is like, oh, so what did you do this weekend? And I'm like, well, I'm not going to tell him that I really like to spend my weekends binge watching crappy television. <laughs> that is also, I mean, it's not really baggage, right? But it is, it is one of those things where like baggage, it's like, well, when do I divulge this? There's nothing wrong with me doing this. If he told me I spent the weekend binge watching old NASCAR races, I'd probably be like, I wouldn't care. But I do feel like, I don't know. I feel like so many guys are like, oh, I don't watch TV and oh, I only read nonfiction and blah, blah, blah. I have a couple of things like that that I don't discuss. I don't, I, I, I read a lot, but I don't read particularly enlightening content. It's, uh, about escapism for me and it might have something on the cover that I don't want other people to see <laughs> <laughs> into them and just, sure dude bro whatever <laughs> you know like whatever it makes you, what makes you think you look more attractive it's like plumage it's just like I don't watch TV Urgh. look yeah. at my plumage I like aren't you attracted I'm just like huge turn off to be like I don't watch TV <laughs> Um, I would be like a deal breaker for you. Someone not watching TV isn't a deal breaker for me, but somebody being a pompous ass about <laughs> um, that's a deal breaker for me. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, I, it was just funny because I'm all like, okay, well, like, what did I do that oh. I could talk about? And I'm like, and I mean, I, we couldn't really talk about the fact that I watched this vampire show because unless he was like, oh, yeah, me too, which I don't think he does, you know, and that's fine. But it was just it, it just really got me think because I'm like, well, that is because what I've really been trying to do this time around is just be like, just sort of like this is this is me. Like I make stupid jokes. If you like those jokes and cool. And that was, like, fine in the beginning, but now I feel like I've invested so much time in this person. I don't want to be like, well, yeah, I, I'm watching, like, a spinoff of a terrible vampire show. And feel yeah, like you should. Like, just throw it out there. And if it sticks, great. If it doesn't, then, hey, you know what? I mean, unless, like, this person, like, just seriously objects. Either he's going to be like, oh, yeah, me too, or be like, oh, whatever, that's cool. It's, you know. I mean, it shouldn't really matter. It was just one of those things where it's like, I guess your guilty pleasure stuff. Right. I just remembered in a, in the conversation I had with the uh, the guy the guy with some baggage that I'm not sure how much of it is there is. In one of our conversations, he made a comment about not being into a hobby that I am into. My weird hobby being Lego. So, I think it's normal for people not to do Legos. Is that a deal breaker for you? 
No, but it was kind of a disappointing thing. Like, oh, he's not... Well, it wasn't that he wasn't into Lego. He said he's just not into building things, is how he phrased it. It's like, I think of, you know, building things. Like, okay, well, it doesn't have to be a physical thing. You know, it's this idea of building being a creative activity. It it came across as, I'm not interested in being creative. That's That's how it came across. Whether that was intentional or not. It was just kind of like, oh, well, that kind of blows. <laughs> Again, was this over, like, text or, or, like, were you having a phone conversation? It was over text. He even wrote in the email, he's like, I hope that's, I hope that's not a deal breaker. I'm like, uh, I make one mention about Lego in my profile. It's not like I'm talking about how I'm building with it all the time. Yeah. Just the 42-year-old woman who plays with children's toys. A lot of that stuff, I feel like it's really hard to get a sense of it when you're still just texting. Because being like, oh, I'm not really into building things. Yeah, he might not play with Legos, but that doesn't mean he's not creative. You know, maybe he, like, paints or I don't know. And I, I don't do – I don't really do any of that stuff. I mean, I have crafts I do. And, I mean, I like to do a paint night every once in a while. But I'm not, like, a painter. I wouldn't call myself an artist. But – I love art and I would happily date somebody who is an artist and I love going and appreciating art unless like you want your activity that you're doing with him. Hey, I'm building Legos and he's just really not up for it. I don't know if it matters. Cause it's like, we have another friend who had never been into Legos or anything until her boyfriend, that was just an activity they started doing together. And I mean, she would have said, Oh, I'm not into Legos. Lego, it's its own plural. It it is a oh. Lego brick. <laughs> My God. No, it, it, it's the proper thing. It's like considering the same on the same level as somebody who said I don't identify as X or Y. I would prefer X or Y pronouns. So it's You are equating my my double Yes I am. You know what? And I stand by it. properly pronouning a plastic you just say that it's way more or less just because they play with legos wow amanda really presents themselves and they might enjoy that activity with Amy even if right now they don't think that they would I actually have this thing (laughs) saved on my phone it's a letter from the CEO of Lego and it was talking about why they why it uh, without having thing Lego is the name of the brick and they're Lego bricks I get that but colloquial how do you say that word colloquialism the colloquial, not the ism, but just L-Y. Colloquial. Lee. Oh, God, now we're having... Whatever. People say Legos, and you know what they're talking about. I was just poking fun. I don't have that strong of a 
a opinion about it. I'm just happy someone knows what I'm talking about. I feel like you've told us before. <laughs> <laughs> tell us again. Like, look, my head is especially like, you may so, have to tell me. <laughs> I, will, I will say this, though. I do enjoy um, being being an adult, an awful, an A-F-O-L, an adult fan of Lego. There is a, I, I don't personally know where these numbers come from, but apparently there's a very high male to female ratio to the point that if you're a female fan of Lego, you're a one by five. And in Lego terms, that means an impossible piece because Lego does not make a brick that is a one by five. You reference this. You reference this, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. But Amy, you need to, because we're, okay, so the, I'm taking us back to our dating profiles because we had a unicorn problem. Oh, yeah. They were referencing this in terms of, we're all unicorns because our baggage, I mean, I don't even want to make comparisons, but I would say all of our baggage fits neatly in the overhead bin. So as a result, we are unicorns on dating sites. We're at an age where we have significantly less baggage, you know, kids or exes or child support or, you know, all this other stuff. So I, I started calling myself a unicorn and I actually posted a reference to a video on Facebook, which I think you should reference. And it's how to make rainbow pooping unicorn cookies. I make a joke about seeking my rainbow rainbow pooping unicorn of happiness. Well, when I first got back onto online dating recently, and by recently, I mean within the last six to eight months or so, I discovered a whole new world of terms and endearments made by people in the polyamorous world not a world I am familiar with so unbeknownst to myself I was putting myself out there in a way to a group of people that I really didn't want to get involved with (laughs) well right because you're not polyamorous and so it was I remember you kept saying, oh, my gosh, I got another message where someone is asking me to be part of a a polyamorous relationship or whatever. And you were like, what is going on? And you were just getting all of these messages. And then somebody sort of like, by the way, that's (laughs) sort of a a term that people might search for uh, because women, you know, who describe themselves that way are often open to this. And so you're using the one by five might be a better way to describe your uniqueness. Unicorn, a common swinging term used in the community to refer to a single female invest interested in meeting other couples. Uh, described as such due to the rarity of finding said females. By no means derogatory, but quite the opposite, a rare treat. So... I'm still using unicorn properly. It's just been not in the way I intended. In the dating world, it just means something different. Yeah. But, hey, a lot of people's wives think I'm cute. (laughs) I'll I'll take flattery wherever I can get it. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot all about that. And I totally am going to go make rainbow pooping unicorn cookies now. (laughs) You have to send us pictures. I'll put I'll put pictures in the show notes. Was, <laughs> yes, we need the recipe for the show notes. Yeah. So is this 
this is the is this our episode two? Or do we yeah, have any, so. any words? Any any wisdom? I don't think so. I think I think we've we've had rainbows pooping out of us full. <laughs> it's the best way to end this (laughs) yeah I think so (laughs) all right well as always it was lovely we will be back and and uh, hopefully with what was our homework I forgot already we'll be back with some sort of podcast next week we'll hopefully remember what what it is we have homework for Hey everybody, thanks again for listening to another episode of Let's Swipe. We'd love to hear from you, so email us at letsswipepod at gmail.com. That's let's swipe without the apostrophe at pod at gmail.com.